Welcome to the BU Podcast. BU Podcast Talk. Welcome. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the BU Podcast. It's your boy, Ashley, on Instagram, Ashley underscore BU for E-V-E-R-B-U forever. And you know I got my boy here with me. What's up? Yes, yeah, your boy, Mr. Lovely Day, Mr. Underscore Lovely Underscore Day on Instagram. What's up, Ashley? How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing all right. Blessing, highly favored. Just living here in Japan, taking it day by day. How about yourself, Lavelle? Yeah, man, doing the best you can, trying to avoid the sushi can, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get thrown away, disposed of out here, trying to stay valued and appreciated. No, but let's get into it, man. Okay, we got the beat. We, hey, yo, listeners, we have a new segment. You guys are kind of familiar with it. This is yes. the BU Brief. Yes, in the, the BU, BU Brief, Brief, that's right. We're going to bring you a brief segment about what's popping out here today. You got yeah, what's, exactly. what's the first one you got? Man, so like, as we all know, man, the Olympics are uh, coming to an end here in Japan. Uh, and yeah, it seems amid the, you know, mass, mass, like every, like things with the coronavirus is like kind of going up out here, but people are still enjoying the Olympics, uh, for the most part, but it's kind of strange, isn't it? Very, very strange, but there's a lot more going on in the world for those listeners. know, if you checked out the last verses, yo, this is August Fifth, I think fourth, this popped off the locks versus yeah. the dip set. It was a straight murder, and there was no Ja Rule involved. I'm talking about <laughs> the locks went up there, Madison Square Garden, and murdered dip set. Yeah, he did. Murder, murder, uh, dip set was looking dried out, man, and unmotivated, and just cr- from what I heard, just crazy lip syncing all over their music. The locks came prepared, well rehearsed, knew all the words of their songs. And Jada Kids went out there like Kobe and ran the whole show. That was probably the best. This is what Versus was, I think, everyone ever dreamed of it being. Was being like something not necessarily on the phone, being on the stage and seeing people go head to head, going at each other. And at the end of the night, yo, Jada Kiss made himself one of the top fives. Yeah, yeah, he did, man. Jada Kiss put on a hell of a performance from what I saw uh, from the highlights of Instagram and things like that. Uh, you know, as I was coming up, I was a big Jada Kiss fan. I think a lot of individuals were, uh, such as LaVera here as well, too. And he held it down. But Dipset, man, get y'all fucking shit together, man. Yeah, man. But, yo, in other news, like we were talking, man, the Olympic is popping. It's popping. Yo, shout out to all the countries that are getting those medals. This has been so much fun watching. But this Olympics has been very sad because for a lot of the people watching, it's not really been about the athletes. It's been about all the craziness. But guess what? That's why you tune into BU Podcast. Because on this, this will be one of the few media outlets where we're done talking about you know that the sheet milk, the vax, the tax, the the vid. Yo, we done with that. But we are gonna talk about today's topic. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, man. The topic we're gonna talk about today 
is being like overworked and undervalued. That's right. Mm-hmm. Underappreciated. Underappreciated. That shit sucks, man. I like I know some of y'all in the United States or wherever you are at, like, you know, I say United States could be in Lavelle from the States. That even maybe in some of your workplaces as well, this may be the case as well too. But I don't think as much as it is in Japan. Right? Yeah, man, this this the culture where we're gonna call this big demands, little return in Japan. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Japan is always looking for big demand and little return. Okay, and if anybody's taking like simple economics, we, we know that there's never uh, a good outcome when it comes no. to this type of thing. They have the okay. biggest demands, guys, and we're gonna yeah. draw it up for you guys, play by play, day in the life in Japan, big demands, little return while living in Japan. Exactly. So the first thing we want to kick off with is what the thing that mo- happened most recently, the Olympics. Okay, Japan, despite the, the despite the Corona pandemic that's been going on, uh, as you have heard from our last three episodes, that we were stating that it would not happen. But in the end, da, 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 hey, all these motherfucking athletes came here and they came here to do the Olympics. Okay, and. Japan didn't think for one moment, in our opinion, in my opinion, that how will this affect the athletes with the with the COVID? You know, how wow. will this affect their families if they get wow. COVID? Like, is it just a trickle down wow. effect of like so many things that can happen? But J- Japan wanted this so bad, big demand wanted this so bad that they were going to make it happen by any means possible. Okay. And you know what? Also, the yeah, I'll go for it, Bill. Also, the demand on their people, man. Let's not forget them. These are like, there was a, I think there was a strong demand not only on the athletes, but also the people of Japan. So, I mean, the attack or the, the criticism here is mostly on the leaders, uh, we call politicians of the, of the country, right? And the organizers of the Olympics. And what we saw was a failure in understanding a great relationship. And what you see is, once again, People who are unappreciated, undervalued, and these leaders have great demands from them. They want athletes to go and perform at their highest level, right? These are the best athletes in the world. We want them to make these world record-setting times for the Tokyo Olympics. At the same time, we want Japan to also host an event during the world pandemic. Yeah, well, the whole world has just been previously shut down. Yeah, we're asking all of these moving parts all these variables to we asking a great demand from them but yeah. what are the returns for it? while we're asking so much for them these individuals aren't returned with great tourism package you know they're not going off like oh yeah let's go see osaka let's go run around they're literally in quarantine villages yeah exactly and then you got what the citizens be, just because the government is spazzing out because of the Olympics being here, everyone's on lockdown pretty much. All the business, there's a war on alcohol. There's a very big demand, but very little return to the people. Yeah, Not, extremely, extremely little return. 
I mean, they only got what a thousand dollar um stimulus check. <laughs> One at that. Yes. Yeah. Despite all of these shutdowns, mind you, the Olympics still going on as well, which takes money. Of course, that money is already being allotted and budgeted, you know, uh, you know, from the government, government, and things of that nature. But they've gotten one stimulus check, but they've had what? Now this is the fourth one, the fourth shut shutdown uh, yeah. that they've had, and it's just a war on alcohol. It's a world on not getting fucked. It's a world not getting fucked up. It ain't even it. <laughs> it ain't even a real. You know, to what we would think or what anybody else would think, like a real quarantine or a real shutdown. Exactly. Like, so everyone's like, okay, what's well, so what's the big deal? I mean, like, people can't go drink. I mean, athletes have to stay inside. But I don't think what we're not seeing is we're seeing as you we continue to tell this story, we're gonna show you that there's a great demand being asked here, but there's very little return. And if you guys haven't watched in our previous episode, this is one of the reasons why a lot of suicides happen in this country, for example, because people are asked so much, but so given much. so little in return. Yep. This is a big thing that a lot of people don't talk about, man. Definitely, I agree with that. We are whales. We are all whales. Yeah. Give you a little gem. Other day, man, I was looking at the word welcome. I realized. That was a compound word. And it was actually in reverse. It was like, come well. Mm. And it was basically like, hey, come you well so I can draw from you. That was my breakdown. Because you always see the welcome sign right in front of any business or any place. And they want you to come and then they're gonna draw from you, right? And in Japan, that's what they do. They come, they draw from you. And there's very little in return. And when you step away, you feel empty, you feel broken. And this is why people feel tired and just want to be left alone. Now we're going to break it down to the second part to show there's very little demand and very little return. The workforce here. Ashley, yes. you, you're very familiar with this. Break it down for the people. Very familiar. Uh, fortunately, I haven't had the opportunity to work in a couple of different industries and in, in quite a few different jobs uh, here in Japan. But I will say that... Um, the demand that they the demand that they put on you for work and the return for what you get on your work as you know somebody from where I'm from it just doesn't add up to me and I, I think that that shouldn't add up for anybody if you put in your hard work to do something you know like if I'm working eight hours a day or if I'm swinging a hammer or jumping up and down ladders and things like this, like you should be compensated for that properly. Or also not only compensated monetarily, but, you know, verbally and emotionally and all things of that nature. Like You get none of that, you know, and this is why, as Lavelle stated, this is why individuals are so, 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 so uh run down uh in this country because of that now don't get me wrong there are some individuals out here that are doing very well for themselves but that is an extremely small percentage 
like extremely small to my from what I've seen and from who I've met. Okay. Um, but for uh, uh, an a country and an economy that is so uh, affluent and 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 robust and seems to be doing well for you to not want to compensate and you know reward your your people properly from what i from my view what is proper um you just don't understand i really don't get it you know yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, that's yeah. why the taxes here are so high. A lot of people would say, like, what do you mean, you know, people sign up and get paid? Well, in Japan, they have a, a high consumer tax. And the thing is, there's not a lot of real high spending in Japan. What people do, um, we'll call, oh, you call that? Like, it's not a luxury tax. What is it called? Um, it's on goods that are, like, non-essential in a sense. Like, where they have a higher tax, like clothing, like if you're buying clothing, um, computers, things of nature. Well, consumption. Yeah, consumption tax. Yeah, I think I think it's like consumption tax, whatever, right? So anyway, it's pretty high. But the main reason is because people don't spend a lot. There's a lot of saving here, and it's because people know they all they have. They know yes. there's very little return coming their way, but there's so much asked, and that is an ongoing problem here for example there's no not a lot, there are not a lot of public schools the highways interstates are private so if you have a car so for people in this country there's a lot asked for them in taxation but very little return that they can see and that goes even to their jobs right so this is part two of why people are so jaded they have very little enthusiasm. They typically have too much of something, you know, like just had too much of being unappreciated. And that's what I think not only what this year, but I think everything, the veil has been pulled back to where you can see everyone showing their true colors. So yeah. you're like, all right, that's two out of three definitely relationships have to be better mm. yeah yeah I, maybe maybe but but right before i get in a relationship you brought something to mind was as far as um you know the big demand and the low reward the low reward that's received you know uh by individuals here and just for to let you know i will say that most japanese have a very strong mentality when it comes to hard work so and i think me and laville will probably uh, you know agree with this to some extent like they have the like if you put if you put them on a, a path and you put them on track that they're gonna get something done and they're gonna know how to do it so i think you know, and which I don't understand why this doesn't happen is that if you, if there is some more reward and proper, you know, compensation, you know, for the people that this country you know, and, and overall, you know, Japanese that, you know, travel to other countries and travel around the world and, you know, 
place themselves in other, you know, other places, that it would bring, it would be way more affluent, and the economy would move much better. In the case that they did do that, if they did compensate uh, uh, them much better, exactly. I'm going to add to that as well. It look at the language. Not many people speak English. What reward is it to really speak English in the country? Yeah. There's a high demand for it, facts. But what is really the reward? There's really none. Second in place, when you look at the high taxation when it comes to social insurance and so forth. I mean, even for foreigners, there's a great demand on you paying all these fees. But in the past. A lot of foreigners would never even return those social payouts when they return yeah. to their own country, right? So what you see is a lot acts from you, very little given, and yes, very little given. Yes, and and very little little given in return for such a high value of skill. And I think in the mo in the long run, what we're talking about, whether it be these Olympic workers or the people's patience during the Olympics. And even now as we're talking about work, we're talking about skilled people, people who have shown maturity and to have experience, yeah. to have experience but also skill and maturity and carry themselves as professionals in life, yeah. in the Olympics, out in life and so forth. And yeah. there's very little in return. And it goes back, I'm gonna pull this into it with the Olympics, Japan is moving as if nothing is happening. They have the world's biggest stage, the Olympics, they're hosting. And their COVID numbers continue to increase. But yet, there's almost an air like nothing is happening in the Kanagawa and Kansai Prefecture. Very true. Well put. But with that being said, as Lavelle stated, but you would think that if you put out so much into a relationship that you would get an equal or close to equal return on what you're putting out in that relationship. But I'm here to tell you folks that dun, that dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the case for a majority of the relationships here in Japan. Factual. I was sitting with a coworker the other day, and she was a Caucasian lady from America, married to a Japanese, and she said she has a whole group of women, and this is a regular conversation they have. And she said that the women put out so much, and they such a great demand to have kids do this for the home but very little return and when you sit down and talk with the men they hear this you're the same story they feel like they do give so much they provide for the whole family and they give them very little respect very little pleasures at home so everyone's like they need to talk that out that's fixed that sounds like a personal issue some things in life aren't just personal they're cultural problems problems in your culture that yeah often far too often go undressed and so actually what are some of the times 
things you've seen in a relationship that man the one big thing the one big thing that blew me when i came here and we're talking to individuals and uh getting to know people who were in relationships was the hey the man goes to work they go to work and you work eight hours well okay night hours excuse me talking about Japanese so that means like 12 13 hours coming home like at 12 11 o'clock or something like that after a long day of work as we said high demand low reward so they're not making that much on their wages as it was well either um and after all that hard work for a whole month here's another big thing uh you get paid monthly here in Japan. It's not bi-weekly. For individuals that get bi uh, bi-weekly paying in their countries. I know in the United States, we get that check every two weeks. That messed me up when I came here. <laughs> I heard two weeks come around. I was like, where my money, where my money at? It was like, no, you're getting it at the end of the month. Fucked me up. But they worked for that whole month. And then they come into the house at the end of the month. After they have their check, imagine it. They have their check, and they just take it and give it to their wife. One more time. They're working the whole month. The whole month, like I said, overtime. Coming home at 11, 12 at night. After and and the salary ain't shit for the like for the most part. Okay, and they just give it to their wife. You lose. Then the wife divvies it up for um, expenses in the home. If they have a child, expenses for the child, more or less. And then they just give them. This is mind you, the money that they've worked for. They just give them a portion to play with. Surprise, motherfucker. And the male, the man, husband, has zero say-so in the, the negotiations of the man. Now, now yeah, before y'all start thinking, like, Ashley, you doing that shit? LaVell, you doing that shit? No, 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 no. We are not doing that. I am not doing that. Uh, I drew my lines very clear before... Um, I got into my, you know, my my relationship with my wife. So no, Ashley is not doing that. But traditional Japanese women and men are still doing this. Yes, and so when you watch CNN and they say there's a declining birth rate in Japan, these are the reasons why. Because when a person looks at relationships and child rearing, there's a great demand, but very little return. In Japan, they said, they noticed, they heard the cries of the people. Why should I have kids? So the government said, okay, we'll pay you as like $6,000 to have a child. That still doesn't cover all the costs. Once again, there's a great demand. Not only there's a great demand on par for you, but then once you have, create this responsibility, which is a child or family or any yeah. problem, there's a great monetary demand to maintain it in this reality and the return for it it's pretty much nothing because once you hand your child over 
or your family over to the system is no longer yours. So, why even bother? Why even bother? Especially when the men, like, they ain't getting fucked as well, too. And we talked about that in the previous episode. That's why it's a $10,000 sex doll in Japan that looks like a woman. (laughs) Someone literally sat back and was like, all me and all my, I'm in the bar, all me and all my homeboys, we're not getting none, any. I'm going to invest in a doll that we can all get our rocks off. And I'm going to tax it with 10 racks. And people are flying in, shipping dolls out this country like they're Teslas for the cheaper price. No demand. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Zero bro. fucking demand about anything. And you know what that is for a Japanese male that's working 13 hours a day? Heaven. Just to come home to that doll. That motherfucker ain't talking. Ain't asking for zero fucking checks. Just sitting there on the couch <laughs> waiting for him. And whatever he dressed up in that morning, noon, night, whatever it so may be. And he just have his way. That's like just comfort for them, more or less. And Lavelle is right. Yeah, that's why these types of things are flying off the shelves here in Japan and people are actually paying for them. Like you could go on the social media outlets like YouTube or whatever and look up look this up and you'll see it that this is real. There might be some type of group or a club or something on Facebook like where they have I don't know. I haven't looked it up myself, but I'm sure if you search it, like that shit will come up. You know, um of motherfuckers that got these dolls, you know? It's it, it it's bizarre in a sense, you know? It's bizarre. Um, it's it's so deep, it's a whole nother episode, ladies and gentlemen. A whole nother episode. That's how deep it goes. But so you like what can you learn from all this? What you can learn from this is know your worth, know your value in life. And when you know that, you know to take control of your life. And you know when to walk away. Absolutely. And and of all the things I was just stating to you, like in a nation like this, a lot of people accept it because they don't know their value or their worth. There are a lot of women here that are beautiful women, but they don't know they're beautiful. There are a lot of men that are very handsome and talented, but they don't know they are. And they're underpaid, undervalued. And they appreciate it. Yes. And that is a problem. And from that, not only their skills in English or not having it, they're not able to escape and do what I said, like walking away. That's one of the solutions. Just walking away. It's a toxic relationship. Walk away. And when you see this is something we want to bring to a lot of people's attention is knowing your value, also building on skills that you have. You can be a great video editor. You can be 
But if your language skills hold you back, well, go learn it so you can broaden your horizon and make those moves. But most importantly, man, know your value. Protect yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. Well said, Lavelle. Definitely. Um, And I think, you know, me being here in Japan for the years that I have been and, uh, you know, uh, meeting Lavelle and speaking to him and us having hard talks and things like that, that it even took me as well to kind of understand what my value is and to really understand and know my value. Because it was for a long time where I thought that, now, like I said, there are some individuals out here that are doing pretty well for themselves and, and bravo to them. But for me, myself, be you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, that value that I felt that people should have in jobs, employment and things like that should have provided me just didn't come my way. I don't know, you know, to be, I don't know, because of, you know, things that I didn't set up in order the way I should have set it, set them. Is it not because the cars didn't fall in place like they should have felt, they should have fell, but whatever. But I've had numerous individuals that value me, that, and understand my value, state to me that, hey, Maybe it's time to rethink your course and reroute to where you can be more value in cash in. You got fire. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's be you. You know? Um, being you, like you said, is understanding your value, understanding your worth, and taking that to a place, whether it be America or Japan or Korea or wherever it is around in the world that you that you like to be, and place yourself in knowing that you can get the highest return of investment on your value in that particular situation in that particular place at that time um yeah and, and as lavelle stated a lot of individuals here speaking as far as about half of the japanese they don't express that to their people they don't let them know that you are valued. Like, I value you at this company. I value you in this family. I value you as a friend, <laughs> as a loved one. They don't do that. And on the other side of the coin, I think a lot of foreigners, such as myself, but the foreigners such as me and Lavelle, that this Japan has a way of presenting like this false value upon foreigners 
and it makes them feel good. I've been there. I know how it feels. It just makes you feel good, and it and it makes you feel that you're really doing something impactful, and you're really going somewhere. Nothing against to the individuals that may be doing something like that, and it may be it may be working. If you're that individual and you're listening to this podcast, we would love to interview you and figure out what it is that you're doing so we can bestow that knowledge on other individuals as well. But there is this, you know, false value that the women will give men and this false value that some jobs will give you as well, too. And just this false type of hope to kind of keep you around for their for for their advantage for that particular individual and that's not everybody but i think a majority of the time this happens quite a bit you know very anything else you want to uh uh oh no man i said my piece (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah man uh all right so just with some uh quick Shout out uh, since we closing it up here. Um, I've been meaning to do this for a minute. I've been wanting to shout out the producer and uh, music artist Soul Chef. Um, I've actually been in touch with this brother. I don't, I don't know if he's with this brother on uh, Instagram, and he has produced the music that. Uh, I have we have been using for the end like the end of our podcast and uh, I spoke to him he seems like a real humble cat um, I asked to interview he said there's interviews and I said okay that's cool man but uh, he's uh, it seems that he's extremely grateful that I'm sharing his music and uh, actually using his music for the podcast uh, so soul self keep dropping dope ass music uh the bu podcast supports your music thank you so much um yeah man it's much appreciated uh hey if you guys have the time check out his instagram page uh check spotify his music is all over spotify and things of that nature um based on what i've Converse with him on uh, Instagram. Seems like a very good dude from New Zealand. He's a New Zealander, but he makes some dope ass music. Um, sure some of y'all might be vibing with, you know, what you hear at the end of this podcast. So, uh, Soul Chef, uh, appreciate you. Uh, appreciate the music that you are giving to the world because the world needs music. Um, the veil. Anything, man. No man, like the man said, go check out the Soul Chef. Yeah. Some soul, some nice smooth beats to touch your soul. Um, but most importantly, man, want you guys to continue to be you, man. Protect yourself at all costs. Love yourself, and continue to spread joy. Yeah, and spread joy. Twenty four seven, man. That's right. And be the peace and order that the world needs in times like these. Absolutely, absolutely. So with that being said, y'all, morning, noon, and night, wherever you at in the world, remember to always be you. 
and Samuel go ahead and drop it on them and let them know what it fucking is. Peace. Yeah, Negro, that's all you had to say. Thank you for listening to the BU Podcast. Please always remember to be you. BU Podcast を聞いていただき本当にありがとうございます。いつも BU をするのがしっかり覚えてください。<音楽>